0: This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. This is a serial podcast about a recovering hoarder named Mary, who lets me ask her anything I want about her struggle. She is honest and brave every single conversation. Please help us get the word out about our show. As we all know, nothing beats a personal recommendation. Also, consider becoming a patron. You not only join others in supporting the show, but you get some inside peeks into Mary's life with pictures of her stuff. Find us on Patreon.com and search for Clutter Chronicles. Last time, Mary described the hope she is allowing herself to feel and the pain that comes along with that. In today's conversation, Mary is peeling away more and more shame and raising expectations for what her home and life can be. Still here. We, uh, whenever we haven't gotten together for a while, it seems like we do a few recordings. Otherwise, um, we would have ninety minutes of a podcast, and that Mm -hmm. just seems a little, little crazy. So we we stop. But it's the same day. But we're not done. And I know one of the couple. I had a couple little lingering questions, and I know you've maybe got some updates too. So I'm going to start by saying, you got a chance to meet some patrons we have patrons mm. from our patreon um site and you were so kind and you came to um a show that i was out with my greeting cards and it so happened that some friends of mine were there at the same time and they are patrons and i knew they didn't know who you were mm-hmm. but i knew that they would enjoy meeting you and they did I wanted to hear from you what that was like. Because mm-hmm. we've been kind of cloistered here <laughs> in my studio. Mm-hmm. And I know I share feedback with you. But that was an actual face-to-face conversation with someone knowing your full story. Mm-hmm. They're avid listeners. They listen to the most recent episodes as soon as we launch them. Mm-hmm. What was that
1: like for you? Um, very... Like, um, surreal, I guess, would be the only word. Um, there's just this breakout feeling <laughs> and, um, thank goodness that, uh, you can, you're almost like my spokesperson <laughs> because I, I, I still can't, um, openly talk about it because I'm trying to protect my husband, Right. I mean, if someone was doing some real digging, they could figure out who I was. But, uh, it's just this kind of, it's kind of a a weird feeling to actually be able to talk about it and have someone know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. And just... In case anyone's wondering, I did ask your permission Mm -hmm. before I introduced you. I love
1: it, and I I would love to be more open and more free. I didn't
0: want any listener to think that I just sprung this on you. no. So I did ask, and
1: you were okay. Yeah, and that's something I am desiring, Mm -hmm. and I'm so far ahead in that that it it just surprises me. Um, They asked me at um, my work recently if I could... um, work on Friday and it it was interfering with what you and I were planning to do and I just blurted out oh I was supposed to get uh recorded for my podcast but I guess okay well you guys really need me okay I'll see if I can cancel and they're like what's a podcast and and I, I just it's just so strange because um it's such it's like a secret and I I I'm tiptoeing between the two worlds mm-hmm yeah, I know you've mentioned that you can say,
0: I'm a recovering hoarder. Mm-hmm. You kind of blurted it out, and people are a little surprised by that. Mm-hmm. So um, you are talking about it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they don't know all the the details, right? like these two people right. have known. So was that different?
1: It was. It was um, It was kind of funny because I didn't know what to say because it's like they know. <laughs> I didn't have to say, well, yeah, we're doing this project. They, they know the project.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, it was kind of making it real and um, um, I don't I, I didn't know what else to say I was kind of like well you, you know <laughs> right <laughs> they were just they were
0: I know one of them said it felt like she was meeting a celebrity <laughs> <laughs> they were putting together this I thought she looked like this but she doesn't she <laughs> looks like that <laughs> and of course we all do makeup right people look like yep and and they knew the voice so well. <laughs> But it wasn't matching who they had, so they're yeah. reorganizing all of that in their brain. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they had a ton of questions, and you didn't have to really say anything. It was just kind of a right, a unique,
1: it's Mary <laughs> moment. It's funny because I've been at at events where I've heard a radio voice as I walk by, and I'm like, I know that voice, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And there is that, and or if you listen to a book on tape, or I suppose that's aging me, you book on podcast you get to know the reader's voice you know and you just you do you just picture Mm -hmm. what they should look like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah well
0: I know that as, and I've thought about this and I don't know if I've said it on here I don't think so I know we've talked about it I have visions of us showing up together in a space and doing I don't know what a presentation of some kind maybe when we've wrapped Mm mm-hmm and you're ready to divulge your yourself publicly, and we were in a room with people who have been listeners, or maybe new people interested, or something. Mm-hmm. I just have this vision of us being in a room in a space and talking about this openly with a group, and having that um, just a taste of that. That mm-hmm. day was mm-hmm. really fun for me because mm-hmm. I really hope like, to do what's in our horizon kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Having people really, really. Anxious to meet you, mm-hmm. um, and, and tell you whatever they want to tell you or ask whatever they want to ask you. Cause I know they're cheering. I do. I know they're cheering. Mm.
1: Well, and I, I really cherish that. And what's kind of funny about that is, um, so that was the day before Easter. And, and then I, um, took that glory, that feeling of just, ah, you know, it was just neat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, Tried to apply that in my family, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a disaster. Oh god! <laughs> oh, what happened? Oh my oh, gosh! Hilarious. There were some little gems. Let me tell you. And um, without ousting anybody. I I had taken some of the business cards that you have, mm-hmm. and I handed them. Started to hand them out. Our to clutter members. chronicles yes, business cards. Yes, right. Yeah, and it doesn't have my name on it. Yeah, and I say to them, well, you know, I'm being anonymous, but you should listen to this. And um, uh, my brother and I, uh, my brother gets it. He, I mean, he he was really intrigued by some of the lessons I'm learning in this process, and he wanted to. Um, kind of explore that but anyone else in the room wasn't ready and it just got shot down and I found myself later sneaking that card back into my purse I didn't even want it floating oh. around mm. and- so what did
0: you do you said hi everyone here's a card and they just ignored you or changed no the subject, we started or- having
1: conversations and it was kind of like why are you doing this what's the purpose you know Um, it was very, and I tell you what I think I was experiencing was hardened hearts. Mm. And this is what you do when you're trying to survive it. And one of the members of the family has a relative that's a hoarder. And I was realizing, Oh my gosh, I am being, um, disrespectful or, um, like an elephant in a China shop. I'm just kind of like, Mm. Yay, this is what I'm doing, forgetting that other people are affected, and that's one of the things I have to remember is that my freedom and joy in this is weird <laughs> it's 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 like uh, to some people <laughs> to some people but um and then i I brought the card to my friend who has the shop that is a um is a um charity shop uh, what am I trying to say non profit and when she saw the card, she just elated, you know. And she was like, "Oh, Mary, I want to tell all my clients about you guys." And she wanted to put it on Facebook. She did. I meant to tell you that she put oh. it on, she put a, took a snapshot and said, "These gals will help you," and these kind of things. I don't know whatever happened with that, but she was she was asking me and what to say, and I am like, "You can't use hoarder, and mm. just, and you can't you can't use these big words because it will it will." embarrass people or they won't they'll be turned off Mm -hmm. and it's from both sides Mm -hmm. and she's like really I'm like yeah I'm like you're used to it because you hear me talking about all the time Mm -hmm. and it's really kind of like I'm on this double life line you know like I have one foot almost where it's freedom on so many levels and the other foot of hush hush but it's hush hush for a different way. It's more out of um respect for what people are going through. Right. And it's not it's not coming from shame. And Brené Brown is integral in that. I I had this this interesting we love Brené. We love Brené. I had this interesting conversation. I I get my nails done at this shop and I particularly go to this one girl and we've gotten to know each other over the years and and um she announced that she's going to Europe and quitting her job and I probably won't ever see her and we've exchanged emails and and I just felt this need to bring up Renee Brown she goes she's the reason I'm going on this trip and it was such a connection and Mm. I just said she changed my life she really helped me recognizing when I'm bad it went bad if I don't know how to do something or um, I guess I should say like my example of being a horrible waitress at this restaurant didn't make me a horrible person and how many times up until that point did I lump that all together and beat mm-hmm. myself up so applying Brene Brown um, tactics um, I was able to just go oh they're not ready and I grabbed those cards back <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I wanted to sing to the roo- you know sing, mm. sing from the rooftops. This is this is unheard of. I can't believe I'm mean, in my world. This is unheard of that I'm actually to this point where I can just talk about it freely.
0: Mhm.
1: Mhm. So, but your brother was. Yes, and interested. actually both my brothers would be interested just probably in um individual conversations, mm-hmm. not in the group, right? Sure. Yeah, it's a family elephant in the room, mm-hmm. and it—it's it, almost like could it be they're embarrassed for me? It could be that, like when someone's really into something, you know, this is my latest and greatest fad or whatever. It could be considered a fad. It could be considered a, a phase. Uh, I I don't know what it's like because I'm not there. But could it be
0: considered bragging? Were you bragging no, somehow? No. No. Okay.
1: Um I would love to be able to brag. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to think what but it could are, be. But but these are family dynamics that I'm so as I'm pulling myself out of this pit, I'm also Okay, I think we've talked about this, but these are things that have been handed down in generations.
0: But right? I mean, couldn't it be bragging that you're I suppose. taking it on?
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, it could be, because no one else wanted to face it. Right. But I'm the one with the worst problem. I mean, I am the hoarder of the family. If they were going to go down the family tree and go, oh, she was the hoarder. You know, I mean, it's like... Tendency here, tendency there, but (laughs) whoa. Yeah. Marrying, circle, circle. Full blown. Mm
0: -hmm. And... Okay. I was just... You said that someone in their family had a...
1: Right. It could be... But it, 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 but I am chipping away at what is kind of a um, glue on our family Mm -hmm. because that shame or embarrassment or misunderstanding is part of our legacy, right? So I'm challenging it Mm -hmm. and I'm challenging it from all levels, from, um, anything we have that's been saved or handed down in the family and generations of people who have handed stuff down and the buck stops here kind of thing
0: mm-hmm. Um,
1: I don't think they have any fear that I'm going to throw out important things because they know how I categorize things but um, it's just that anxiety of just take one subject just think of those pictures you have stored that's from the family that's been handed down and you don't even know who's on the pictures and what do you do with them? Do you throw them out? And that's just exponential right? in my life. And it, no one wants to deal with that stuff. Who's going to sit around at Easter and talk about the picture problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So it just it's not a comfortable, happy thing to talk about. But I was just, people ask me what's new and I want to just tell them and I can't. I have a funny, so (laughs) I am Catholic, and I go to confession, and I went to the priest, and I said, listen, this, and and there were, I wasn't saying listen, like, let me tell you, but let me explain to you what I'm challenged with, with my husband. I can't talk about religion, I can't talk about politics, and I can't talk about hoarding. What's there to talk about? This, if someone asks me what's new, those are the three things that are in my life. Mm. And I can't, I can't expound on any of it. It's who I am right now. And his, his response was, well, God knows what arena you're in. And he'll work with, you know, give it to him. And I have, I have, I've had to give a lot of this to him, all of it. I try, (laughs) You should give it all. But what I mean is, it's kind of like, it's part of the program that I'm in. We've, we've handed this down in our family, and I'm, um, I'm messing with the program. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And it affects my husband and their family. I can't talk about it on my husband's side. It's too close.
0: Have they come over?
1: His parents? His mom did in the beginning when I was just in the midst of having that botched um, estate sale. <laughs> And I protected her from a lot of it, but she saw enough to know. And she even handed me—I love this—so sweet. I know you're helping people who are hoarders, so I'd like you to read this art, this article that will help people with hoarders. It was her saying, "You're a hoarder."
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: Way back then, that was oh. in 2011. Okay, yeah, not since yeah. the podcast. And right, and my brother did the same thing. He—he he had. He's really good at um, getting books from the library, so that it doesn't accumulate in his house and he lent a book to me from the library about hoarding and it was a gentle way and i'm like the first two lines i'm like yep that's me (laughs) it wasn't a question at that point it was just what do i do right so it's it's like i so want i think that's been my biggest problem i want to shout from the rooftops all that i'm learning Thank God I have this podcast and you mm. I mean seriously, where would I be? In fact, my brother when we were talking, he said uh so while you're doing these recordings, are you feeling kinda of obligated to move forward? I go, yeah. Mm. I go, I even talk about that the movie Inception where I've I've kind of inserted myself into the podcast which forces me, you know, like inserting myself into the dream, which forces me to be accountable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's no way I'd be to this point without this podcast.
0: Mm, I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. Which just reminded me, when you are talking about the goal, that we got sidetracked, I think, in our last Mm -hmm. conversation about you turning 50 and what turning 50 meant. And Mm -hmm. and that was a good sidetrack. I I loved what we Mm -hmm. talked about. But we didn't get back to, would you have people over Mm -hmm. to your house
1: Maybe I was trying to get you off that subject. (laughs) (laughs) Consciously. Um, Honestly, it's so funny because um, I used to get so mad at my husband because he wouldn't see my progress. Mm -hmm. And as I'm crossing over, I see what he sees. And now my um, expectations are higher. And I I would say, like, did you see how much I just got rid of? And he'd say, look how much you still have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And my expectations are are getting higher on what I would want. And it's just because I'm allowed that now. Yeah. And, and I have a funny. Okay, so I run around like a chicken with my head cut off, putting out fires. And I've joked about, how do you sit down and look at, you know, things you need to read when your house is on fire? You know, and that's been my life. Mm-hmm. It's like I am living with my house on fire. And which fire do I put out? Well, um, there's some things that are challenging with taking care of my dad and his finances. And there's challenges with us, you know, keeping track of our mail. And I kind of am getting that to some kind of sustainable process and in the back of my mind I knew there were some bills I had to pay for my dad and I kind of have this thing of I need to have an afternoon or no one's bugging me for me to sit down and address these if I'm calling them or I don't have anything auto pay because that's a disaster for me so I have to either call them and pay them or write a check or whatever and I'm always waiting for these blocks of time and they don't come and uh, my husband was working from home and so I was gone all day at different things, putting out fires. And then I came home for about an hour or so before I had to go to work. And I just, unlike me, um, brought all the bills out and paid them, put them in the envelopes, stamped them, and took them to the post office on the way to work. Huh? And me, that's a high five. Because you know how many anxiety hurdles I had to go through for that? And to actually get it to the post office and be on time for work, unheard of Hmm. and I those are my little experiences of this is what a normal person does (laughs) this why am I why am I elated that I can do this but I've never been able to do this it's always been a big to do and it really isn't that big so what I mean about inviting people over I do not want it to be scrambling Mm -hmm. I want it to be oh I'm gonna have people over. I need to pick up a few things. Mm-hmm. That's where I wanna be. And a lot of that will have to do with just some changes we're gonna make where we might even remodel some of the house. So I don't know when this will happen. It would right. be nice if it happened by my birthday. But
0: Yeah, that's it's not a not carrot that long right from now. Right. right. June is six weeks away. Yeah. It feels like it's not because yeah. we've been moaning and groaning about our late spring. Right. But yeah, that's that's short. And right. I was surprised when you said June. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a birthday in June. Right. Like, mm.
1: Yeah. Weather-wise, it seems months out. But, but it's not. not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, because, yeah, you just said it helps to have an accountability. Right. Is right. there any kind of accountability you want to be setting out right now for us to check back in on?
1: Mm. Well, um, there's going to be a significant change I mean, I probably have said this, see, then I get really self-conscious. Have I used that before? Am I still crying wolf? But there is going to be a significant change in the next few weeks. I mean, big time. I cannot stand it.
0: How many truckloads, Mary?
1: (laughs) Well, um, I don't even know. I mean, I don't because it all depends on how things line up. But I. Five? Sure. Easily. Easily.
0: Easily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So five is kind of easy.
1: It's it's kind of funny because um, if we were moving, you would have kind of a, a focus on what to keep, what not. And there are people who will um, pick what they want and then dump the rest. I've never been able to think that way because, of course, I want everything. Well, I'm able to say, okay, this is the subject. This is where I'm going. Let's load it in the truck. I've done this, but I'm doing it faster and more, um, um, pinpointed, I guess. And I have like two or three, uh, destinations I need to get to, which will make a significant difference if I can just get to the truck, Mm -hmm. because then I can just go in the different various places of the house and grab it. A lot of my OCD has, has diminished, um, what I used to have to do is have it all organized in a box and in a corner and have it, this all going to one place and that one. I've, I've, I've stopped doing that. Now it's like, okay, pick a subject, go throughout the house, grab whatever that is. I don't care what chaos I'm making. It's got to get out. It's like a game. It's like a reverse scavenger hunt, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't have time to care about stacking nice boxes. Mm, nice. It's got a go.
0: What are your categories, like clothing, or is it vintage clothing? Yes.
1: The, the vintage clothing is the bottleneck right now. And um, I have a couple people in line that are interested, but I have one that's the bottleneck. And if I either go with them or, or forget them... Than the rest, and then the rest is just going to Goodwill. I I can't I can't be waiting anymore. Right. And what happens is um, some kind of dilemma where they want me to take pictures of the item slows me down. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my one woman um, from the Golden Pearl, which I I got a sense of what she wants, and I have stuff for her, but I can't get to it because I have to get rid of this other stuff, and it's just chaos creating. Mm-hmm. But again, if I have a truck, I can just say, hey, all these things are going to go to her and I can load it in the truck. I just need a a point A and point B. And right now everything's at point A Mm -hmm. and no place to get to point B.
0: Okay, so we're going to see if the next time we talk, whenever that is, and Mm -hmm. it's not next week, Mm -hmm. that's not how we're operating anymore. Right. In the beginning when we had so much to talk about to kind of get historically caught up, we were recording more frequently, but... I'm not going to be checking in in a week mm-hmm. on whether you've gotten 5 truckloads done, but let's say it's a month or maybe mm-hmm. early June or something. Um we'll be hoping that 5 truckloads. Yep. At least.
1: I hopefully surpass that.
0: Yes. We'll uh, we'll uh, hope so too. Yay. And that ends today's chronicle. Now that Mary is recognizing when shame shows up, she's able to move through it to the other side. I can't wait to catch up with her next time. If you'd like to connect with us in between episodes, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at ClutterCron. We discuss some of the pesky issues we face trying to deal with the clutter in our lives. Many thanks to my brother Michael for sharing his gorgeous music on our show. Find him on LowLife.com. I'm Lori Koppelman. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles.